0: Hey, it's Seeking Plum. So I don't really talk about it a lot, but I'm a bit of a geek. Yeah, you hear me talk about fantasy and sci-fi books, movies, and TV shows from time to time, but I love my tech. And I don't just mean the physical things, but the apps, the programs, how they work. I want to know every setting. I want to know the ins and outs of how it all works. Because when I can do that, and I do know that, then I don't have to follow the step-by-step process that's been laid out for me. I can use these things in non-traditional ways to solve other problems. Sometimes, that tool doesn't exist yet, and other times, well, I'm a girl on a budget. (laughs) This is something I should probably put out there right away. I've heard several of you describe me as eloquent and well-spoken, but I should let you in on a little secret. I don't press that red record button and let anchor do its thing. I press the record button, hold it down until I feel I'm satisfied with the sentence I'm saying and then I let go. It pauses the recording temporarily and when I'm ready to pick up and start again, I press the record button again. It's still a part of the same segment. You don't know this, but sometimes I do that in the middle of a sentence. And if I do it just right and I inhale before I let go, you don't even know I've done it, especially when I pick up with the rest of the sentence in just the right intonation. And other times, I don't do it quite right and there is a strange gap. The point is, by doing it this way, it gives me a chance to pause the recording, gather my thoughts, maybe even find just the right word I want. Also by doing this, I can record in these smaller increments, which means I can use that undo button without undoing a whole whack load of what I've recorded. Personally, I don't like my time wasted. I mean, sometimes, okay, but generally speaking. And so I don't want to waste your time either. As much as possible, I want to be concise and to the point. For about a year and a half before getting on Anchor, I used to record without pausing as a verbal journal, if you will, into another app. And it was tedious for me to go back and be able to pull out information for myself or even to listen to it back. So coming into Anchor, I didn't want to do the same for you. Now, these are just my personal preferences. That doesn't mean to say that everybody or anybody else should be doing the same thing. I'm just telling you why I might sound, uh, well, something I'm not. Okay, coming up, there are a couple of calls. One is about shoutouts and what exactly they are and how I think they work, keyword being think. The other call in is about how you can use Anchor before going to bed and not have it run continuously and just stop at a certain point. You'll see what I mean. So onward for some Anchor geek talk. Hi Claudette, this is what I've gathered about shout outs provided I have all the details. They target a specific audience. Let's say you shout out Simon. All of his listeners are going to hear it. Listeners who also listen to you will hear it on your channel and they'll hear it on his channel. But if you have listeners on your channel who do not listen to Simon, as I understand it, they will not hear the shout out. There is a bit of an annoying aspect to the shout out. When it appears on Simon's channel, there is no display with your name on it. So if people don't recognize your voice, they're not going to know who's speaking. And these days, Simon gets a lot of shout outs. I'm conflicted, and I have a lot of thoughts about favoriting and echoing. But my preferred method of interacting is applause and call-ins. I think the specificity of my words can be more powerful than the click of a button. Hi, Wonderfully Made. I heard your segment on Simon's channel about uh, wishing Anchor had a timer. For you or anyone else who has an iOS device, there is a workaround. The order of operations is important. So first you start Anchor and let it play. Then you open up the iOS timer. Instead of setting an alarm sound, change that and scroll all the way down in the list of sounds to the option that says stop playing. It's all the way at the bottom. Then set how long you'd like the timer to run and press start. It can be as short as seconds or as long as hours. It's up to you. This works with Anchor or the built-in music app. It might work with other apps too, but I haven't had the opportunity or even thought to try it. I'm sorry I can't help if you have an Android device.
1: I hope this helps until Anchor adds that feature. Sleep well. Here's a tech game the whole family can play. It's called See What Happens With The Leaderboard. So all you need to do is pick one of the stations on the leaderboard and maybe down the bottom because then it'll probably more likely to work. So then just check their position before you listen to them and then go through their station and count how many segments they have. And then when you go back into the leaderboard, after you've just listened through, you've gotta make sure you listen to at least one second of audio and then pull down the little scrolly thing and see if they've gone up the leaderboard and so you can tell how featured a station is by how far you can push them up the leaderboard with how few segments or how many segments they have on their station enjoy
0: wow lulu you were not kidding I did try this on a station that had 30 segments. They were in position 20 and they moved to 19 or 18, I can't remember. I'd been wondering whether the algorithm had anything to do with number of segments as well as uh, a balancing between number of listens and actual people listening. But that example of moving that one station up, it kind of makes me wonder all the more. There are other stations that put out a lot of segments or echo other segments throughout the day. They get many more listens, but they're further down the leaderboard than I am. I've heard them say they're around the 500s. I don't put that many segments out. And without the echoes that happen from various other stations, I don't get that many listens. Without the echoes, it can be around 30 or under. With the echoes, the number has been growing. And this past week and a half or so, I've been landing in the hundreds, where I had been in the 500s and in the 5000s. For those listening, if you aren't aware, everything you put on your station creates a lesson, even if somebody has only listened to a second of it. As in, it was playing and they swiped past it. This includes interludes. So if one person cycles through 10 segments on your station, including five interludes, you're going to have 10 listens. And if five people do this, you're going to end up with 50 listens. However, for episodes and podcasts, generally speaking, they count as one listen as a whole, no matter how many segments or interludes are included. But I have found an anomaly. I don't know when or under which circumstances, but occasionally when a podcast is downloaded, it counts as two, but it's not consistent. So I, I don't know what the deal is with that. What I also don't know is, is it counting a listen if it was streamed as opposed to downloaded? I haven't tested that, but I do know it counts as a listen if it's downloaded, even if it wasn't listened to. Without understanding exactly how someone can use their analytics or their information to get into the top 20, let's say, it sort of feels like it's just a feel-good list that any of these numbers are. Hundreds, thousands, whatever. And if that's the case, then we really should have more access to who's on that list. As in, more than just the top 20. Because we do tend to see the same names up there, and I want to see who else is bobbing just below the 20 mark. Because I'm sure there are other names and other channels out there that are really interesting and I'd like to know about. But for whatever reason, they're not popping up on the search page. Anyway, that was a bunch of opinion mixed in there, but there you have it. So I've done some more thinking on the leaderboard and the algorithm. And I thought I might as well put some of these thoughts out there in case any questions came up later. I think my comment about the leaderboard being feel-good was kind of silly, because regardless of how it's formed, every leaderboard is about making us feel good, so (laughs) that was kind of a silly statement to say, and I still wish that we could see a longer list than 20, because I do wish that I knew more of who's out there, but I think part of that comes back to just wishing that there was a better search function, better ways of finding people. Now, as for the algorithm, I have several thoughts on this, and if somebody else has more experience with this, please speak up. I believe earlier that I mentioned that Maya from Anchor mentioned that there were several variables considered in the algorithm. Without getting too technical, this is sort of how I think of it. A series of gears, pulleys, scales, weights, and those variables opposite a scale is a particular weight and this whole complex machine if you will spits out a number at the other end which produces where we end up on the leaderboard so I'm going to just pull some of this stuff out of my ass but let's just say that some of the variables are claps perhaps call-ins listens listeners maybe a number of segments and let's leave it at that I think that was five items And not all five are weighted equally in this complex machine. Maybe listeners weigh more than claps or Collins, or whatever example you want to pick. It doesn't really matter for the example. Now let's pretend that this complex machine was created with 500 members of Anchor in mind, and it was assumed that certain factors would stay the same. But as Anchor grows, things change the way humans use the app, and the way we press on these scales opposite the weight that Anchor has already put into this machine, whether we're doing it on purpose or not. So far, we've got two factors that can play into the algorithm going wonky. It being designed for a smaller data set and not being able to handle the growth of Anchor, and just not compensating for human nature. Now, if we think about it, we've got listens, and all all of those five factors I mentioned on our channel. But then whenever somebody echoes one of our segments, those are additional listens and claps. And those are either counted differently, not counted at all, or potentially weighted differently as well. You see what I'm saying? This can get a bit complex. And this is when we're looking at it being a machine with pulleys and gears and weights and scales. But that's not what it is. It's lines of code and if-then-else and nested if-then-else statements. And those things include at least five variables, if not more. So no, not, not only do we have the possibility of an algorithm that worked fine with a smaller data set and human nature to consider, but when you look at it being code, lines of code, there's also the potential that maybe there's a screwy line of code. Or maybe, just generally speaking, it's not great code overall. Or any number of things. Anchor is a small office, and they don't have a large group of of programmers working on this. I think the other thing to consider as well is that although Anchor has grown and is growing, we don't know the exact number of members or people using Anchor. But it's obvious that it is relatively small. As in, it's not millions of people. I would dare say it's probably not even hundreds of thousands of people. Meaning the smaller number of people, the easier it is to manipulate some of those numbers i.e. the algorithm. Basically, if you know everything that's involved in spitting out that final number, you just have to figure out how to press hard enough on any one of those things to make the output give you what you want. And in the end, that may be why Maya didn't give us specifics on what exactly is done or how that algorithm works to create the leaderboard. But that hasn't stopped it, as has it, from, from attempting to figure it out. All of this, and what does the leaderboard really mean anyway? Apart from getting noticed, that is. Hmm, maybe something for me to reflect on.